All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, boo-boo babies. Back at it like a crack addict. Ooh. No offense to all the crack addicts. <laughs> I, I imagine there's not. I know, I know. Many. It was a joke. If any that listened to the show. Hopefully not. The ex-addict. And if so, well, prayers to you to heal. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anywho, how's it going today? 
is going good. Um, just ready to get to the NYC. By the time y'all hear this, we will be back, baby. We have gone and came back already. Right. But currently. There and back. Currently, I am ready to get there. I, too, am ready to get Not, there. like, in an anxious way, but, like, you know. Excited. Yeah, in an, an excited, excited way. way. Like, yes, yes let's do it. I'm already counting let's down. Let's fuck the city up. Yeah, I'm already counting down. I'm so ready to get on that little flight. I told Adrian, it was going to be so cute. We're going to all have, like, a cocktail before we get on the plane and then our edible. <laughs> you know? You know how we do. Come She's on. taking an edible, too? I don't know, but I know what I'll be doing. Oh, okay. I'll probably try to read. You know, we always love to bring up. Girl, not at 945. I know. I know. That's why I'm. That's why I said this read. This is a perfect time for me because one thing I'm going to do is fall asleep on a plane. Yeah, I'm going to take the edible. I'm going to be knocked out. I got a window seat. I'm going to make sure I have my pillow. And you and Adrian are sitting next to each other now. Oh, she can Did lay she tell on you? me. <laughs> if she wants to. Because I'm going to be in the like, window. She said, I was behind Brittany, but now I'm right next to her. I Come said, on girl, over. Come on over, the baby. Skin to skin. Girl, I'll be knocked out before the flight even wings even open up. Girl, I know. I'll be asleep, okay? It's, I'm like a baby in moving things, moving <laughs> vehicles, moving planes, trains, boats. I'm going to fall asleep. Things. One thing I'm going to do is fall asleep. Rock me straight to sleep, baby. Dead. Like Chris Brown said. Yeah. I'm ready. So I loves me a red eye. I'm going to take that little edible. I'm going to bring one for the flight there, one for the flight home. Although the one for the flight home I probably won't need. It's going to be morning. I don't want to really sleep. I'll probably use that time to read. Yeah. Because it's going to be like 10 a.m. Right. It's going to be 10 a.m. Yeah. It's going to be like, girl, you should be up. Yeah, be up I'm for so the day. I'm so happy to not have to r- rush out at the crack of fucking dawn. When we were leaving El Salvador, that was like a, a beaten. That was torture. <laughs> and then the flight was delayed. Yes. We were up hella early. We were up at like three something in the morning. I want to say four because our flight departed at six. Yeah. We left the um, resort at four because it took like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think the flight left at nine. No, it wasn't nine. It was like it six, was six or something like that. Yeah. And then it got pushed back to like eight something. Right. We got to the airport at like five something. We were bright because the driver was driving like a fucking speed. Ooh, Lord. I said, are we going to make it? <laughs> Damn. I ain't even worried about making the flight, nigga. Are we going to make it? Yeah, period. And not to the pearly gates. I'm like, Lord. We want to make it home. Lord. But yeah, um, I'm ready. I'm ready for NYC. I'm so excited. I've already been in a state of gratitude that I get to travel with my some of my best girlfriends mm-hmm. and do what we love. Five years ago, almost six now, when we started this podcast, we were just on the couch talking. You're on the who floor. Would, on the floor. Who would have thought that now we get to go to another state on the other side of the country where people listen and want to come out and support? That's crazy. We don't even live in the state, dog. I know. That's and that is a blessing. A sold out show, might I add. Yes. I can't wait to see how everybody shows up. But, you know, I don't. You know what else? Okay, really quickly, really quickly. What? What else is kind of um, cool, I guess. For the L.A. show, we were able to track the tickets and see who exactly was buying tickets. For the New York show, we have no fucking clue. No, it's getting surprised. We don't have no idea. I'm like, who the fuck bought tickets? Who are these people? But the girlies bought them. They bought them. I know. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like we're really going into completely surprise. It's giving um, birthing a child and you didn't figure out the gender. You didn't have a name. No, you don't know the gender. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like no gender reveal was done. It's giving a surprise. Yes. 
So I'm excited to see y'all. People even been asking, can they pull up day of? Or can they still purchase tickets? Sorry, y'all. Yeah, no, I, that wasn't the case. I wanted to say, girl, please don't show up without a ticket. No, we need to let them know what y'all plan to do. I already did. Oh, I mean, please. I just meant like a general PSA. Oh, yeah, like this is not that kind of event. Yeah, it's don't a show ticketed up. event. Please. There's no tickets at the door. But, I mean, when you guys are listening to this, it already passed. It sure has. So what have. speaking and pre. Yeah. It's already <laughs> happened. But, you know, I really am excited. I'm very proud. You know, what I noticed with the words people were sending me. They sent you? For my birthday this Oh, year, I said, girl, what? It was really a different tune. People were like, oh, my God, keep inspiring, keep mm-hmm. keep thriving. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. They see the kid. <laughs> <laughs> they do. No, they were really nice words, though. They were. They were. I love a word. That's why I love my birthday. People tell you beautiful things about you. And this Yourself. Girl love her words. That's funny that you want to get words on your birthday. Why? Because you're not really like a words of affirmation person. Yeah, so one day on my birthday, I will. <laughs> one day out of the year, you're ready. Yeah. You've built up the tolerance. Yeah. Okay, cute. Speaking of birthdays, your birthday was yesterday. How was it? My birthday was yesterday. I'm officially 34 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I have arrived. My birthday was beautiful. We went to Dom with, with me and the girls. We went to <laughs> Dama, which is this, um, what would we call it? Latin? Like a Latin fusion. Latin fusion restaurant in L.A. Mm-hmm. And they have good food and great cocktails. It was just good to great kiki atmosphere. with the girls. Yeah. Over good eats and good drinks. Yeah. I love that. Something that we always do. And I know that I told you guys that last year's birthday sucked, but I'm here to say that this year's birthday did not. It w- we redeemed it, y'all. Yes. And we're still on the road to redeem- redemption. We, we, um, we put life, we breathe life mm-hmm. yeah. into, what is the past tense of breathe? It's just breathe. You breathe? Just breathe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you had a, a good birthday. Mm-hmm. I always want the girls to feel special on their day. So, you know, I just love a birthday. I Same. love a birthday. I love a birthday as well. So I'm glad you felt good and that you weren't down and out. No, no, I wasn't down or out. Thank God. Yeah. I couldn't take another down and out. I know. So I could just imagine you at home. Right. Adrian. I could just imagine. Oh, my God. Brittany, I could just imagine you. What can you imagine? Just being s- just so sad or like sick about it. I would be angry, okay? I, I would know. I would not be happy. I know. But luckily, that's not my story. That's not your story. Luckily, that's not my story. Do you, you think know? you would have been mad? What? If I didn't do anything for my birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at yourself or the people around you? I don't know. Like you bitches didn't even show up or do no, anything? No, I wouldn't okay. have been mad at the people around me. Okay. I would have just been mad at the circumstances. Yeah. But but luckily that's not my story, that's so. Not. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Fuck I'm glad you bir- had a good birthday. Fuck the birthday blues. Right. <laughs> it didn't get me this year. No. Next year, 35th birthday, it's giving milestone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, next year, 35th birthday, it's giving milestone. I'm definitely going to be proactive in that. Okay. With that one. I want to go somewhere. I don't know where, just somewhere. Okay. Trip me. Okay, we'll see what 35 brings. Yeah. I can't believe 35 is next year. It's here. 
next year is here. These years have flown by, okay, baby? And 34 came. I just, I thought I was 30. You definitely ain't how 30. Old was, how old were we when the pandemic started? 30? 31? 32. 32. We had just turned 32. 32. We were 32. Mm, just turned 32. Yeah. That's why people feel like they are two years younger because they're like, all this time has flown, nigga, and the time feels warped. That's what I'm saying. That's why when I woke up, I'm like, where I feel 32. <laughs> I feel like I should still be 32. No. But I'm not. Welcome to your mid 30s. Think it's a br- it's a blessing to get another year. So I'm I'm thankful. Yeah. For another year. Um, another thing we're another thing we are semi thankful for, or are we semi? thankful? Semi, are we? A uh, student loan forgiveness. Oh yes. How are you feeling about that? They in the the what the hell? They Joe the administration. The administration announced that there will be a ten thousand dollar. Up to $10,000 forgiveness for those who didn't receive a Pell Grant, making under $125,000 per year annually. If you make more, you can still qualify. You just will I received less. a Pell Grant. I'm trying to figure out if I received one like one semester or something. Because I did. Because if you received a Pell Grant, then you get the 20K. That's what I'm trying to figure out, too. You got to look through your FAFSA. Yes. I need to get in my FAFSA. Because I feel like one year I completed my FAFSA on time. I got that Pell Grant And I got a Pell Grant. But... Oh, I wonder. Or it was some grant. I don't know if it was pale, but I know that it was a grant. I wonder. I got all my my loans in grad school. Uh huh. So I wonder if my pale grant, since I got that in undergrad, in undergrad, will count towards my forgiveness. You know, because some people got their majority of their loans in undergrad and they also received the Pell Grant during undergrad. Right. So I'm just curious, nigga, how, how are we really? Italian? I don't know how, how that, I don't know how how it how it's really going to pan out, but I need the 20 bands, baby, the 20, get 20 grand me. So it's 10 to 20 grand, 10 or 20, yeah, 10 to 20 grand. But also once I started reading the fine print before I'm like 10 grand, what the fuck is that? But there's a lot of but they, they've really of, restructured yes. the repayment plans, especially the income driven plans. Yes, which is that, what I was on. Same. That's gonna be beneficial. The um I think the what is that? The repayment the the, the your payment won't be more than five percent yes. of your discretionary income. They've yes. also increased the amount of what discretionary income is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's equivalent of making $15 an hour or 225% above the poverty line. Um, but the the cap going from 10% to 5% is a big deal, especially when you think about your monthly income. Exactly. That's half. And some people will, and also no matter what, your loan won't grow. Once you're, if you're paying your loan, mm-hmm. Even if they decided that your payment is zero dollars based on your income, because if you're making um, the equivalent of minimum wage, mm-hmm. fifteen dollars an hour, you won't have to make a monthly payment. Right. So even and if your loan will not grow in there interest. will be no interest accruing. That's what I need. That's the, that was it for me, because we all know that interest is deadly. They need to take the interest out. The interest. You mean like remove all the accrued interest? No, not the accrued. We don't, I mean, not we, I don't personally have any accrued interest, but the recru- the interest needs to be removed. Like, damn, let me just pay y'all back what I owe. Well, Why are you're we going to stop paying it now. No more will be accruing. Yeah. That's why I don't want no interest. Yeah. But it's not going to be interest free. Well, where's the interest going to go now? 
we're still going to have interest. Interest is lumped into your payment. But what they're saying is even if your payment is low, that the interest, it won't continue to, if you're down, if you have no payment based on the payment plan, if you're at the poverty line or $15 an hour, whatever it is, then they're not going to have your interest, your loan collect interest, although you don't have a zero payment because that's how it was before. Mm -hmm. Even though you're not uh, mandated to pay anything, your loan was still collecting. Exactly. And you're still getting a bigger fucking and more debt. Right. Now they're saying it's just going to be a stop. You're not paying. It's not growing. And it's just going to stay the way it is. But I think for those of us who are not in that situation on that income driven plan, if that does not apply to you, you still have to pay your. No, it says that. It says that no borrower's loan balance will grow as long as they make their monthly payments. Even if you're if your amount. I'm here for whatever it is. I'm here for it. So. That is, sounds very appealing. I'm here for it, and I'm taking my ten to twenty thousand, Lord. And please. then they'll forgive loan balances after ten years of payments. Before it was twenty years. Yeah. Ten years that'll fly by. Majority. Of A us lot have been of people would have been forgiven by now. Majority of would have been, been for if 10 it would have been ten years initially. They should just forgive all those that have been paying for ten years. I know. I think it's going to start from here, huh? Ten years from. That's not fair. I don't know what the starting point is. That's a good question. More details will follow in the upcoming weeks. Yes. More details will follow. I think you have to be following like studentgov dot student studentaid.gov is where where I got this information from. Yeah. But um, it's a time. I know, I know we all have our feelings about old Joe, but nigga, thank you for this at least. It's bare minimum, but I'm taking it. I'm it's bare minimum, but I'm taking it. I'm taking it. What? And I don't want to hear shit about people who don't agree. Brittany. (laughs) People who don't agree with student loan forgiveness. Boy, all those people can go to hell. Exactly. I'm like, y'all shut the fuck up. Especially people who have never been to college, who don't have a degree. Who don't have any student debt? You are not even in this conversation. Yeah, like, well, if <laughs> this, you don't have a dog in the fight. This, we should forgive every other loan that people are like, taking out. What? No, these loans were predatory. Like we're talking about student they got loans. Us in vulnerable states. God. When we were just trying to fulfill the American dream, I seen this of obtaining TikTok. a fucking education, and they had our young ripe asses signing it's away just our stupid. lives. I seen this TikTok today and she was like, for everybody who doesn't agree with student loans, imagine all the slaves who escaped and worked hard to get free. And then the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Would they still be like, no, we hustled to get out. Don't sign it. Don't sign it. (laughs) She was like, and should there be no advances in medicine because people already died? Like at one point. We have to become progressive. It's just like dog. It's setting it up for the future. That's it. But Get I do, out of this. somebody did make a good point about, okay, so this is, this is getting, assisting in some way, shape or form of people possibly getting out of the hole. But what about the people who are still enrolling in college now, still getting these student loans? Like, what is the real plan? How do we rectify things? Yeah. Like create like a what's solution? The real solution. I because mean, honestly, listen, that's baby, bigger. Joe that's, that's a big leave, deal. And I don't know if someone comes back in, they need to come in here and get another 10,000. Let's just keep doing that. Right. Every president. Yeah, every, let's just keep doing that. Racks on racks on racks. You know, the real issue is the interest. I, I, I understand that people need to take out loans and I'm, I understand that you have to pay the loan back. The predatory aspect is the interest. Exactly. So if people, if they could modify the system or change it to where there's no interest, you just pay back what you 
Oh, the interest free loan. Interest free. Maybe they can do it like, you know how sometimes if you buy a couch, they like it's interest free for a year. So with a college degree, make it interest free for like five years. Some of them be interest free until you until you graduate and then you start. No, I'm talking about post. It needs to be interest free. Give us time to get into the field. Even when you get into the field, the amount of payment that they be wanting back be sick. It'd be sick. They'd be like, yeah, your payment's going to be a thousand dollars a month. How? Right. How? No. But um, if you don't think it's enough, don't take it. Because people are taking it. Isn't it automatically applied to the accounts? For most of for most of us, if um, the Department of Education already has your income, they already have all RT. Yeah, a lot of people then it's going to be applied. But people are like, "This is still." No. I'm like, "Y'all, go die on the hill, girl." I just you, you just them. let it go. I ignore them people. Like I've seen, we so are many, not the same. You know, people be having think pieces around this. Like this is um this is still systemic racism. The average black woman is in debt fifty six thousand dollars. Like, bruh, okay, they we said are structural structural racism. racism. Like, yeah. damn, y'all, don't you, sister, you don't take it. You don't <laughs> take your don't take your ten thousand. Fight on, <laughs> fight on, girl. But I'm taking my I. I do want more. Apply. We all want more. I do want more. We, all, we want them to be completely wiped away. Girl, TBH. And you know, I was banking on it. I was banking on the complete I know forgiveness. You were. I was banking on the complete forgiveness. I know you were. But Joe said he's extending it one final time. I I, I love every time he says one final. I'm but like, no, Joe, you got another. This is his first time I heard him say final. He's been saying that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that makes But I feel like better. at the top of the year is really going to be a thing. Okay. But I said, shit, let the monkey pox and the shit run rampant in this bitch. No. I, I, let's get some relief. No trash. No. I want... Monkeypox people are recovering from very slim death rate. If that's gonna get us more, more what money or what time? More money, more time. Cause they Go haven't ahead. cut a check for the. They haven't. Cut they haven't stim- did that for the monkey. They haven't cut a stimulus. No, no, no. For the monkey, they haven't. <laughs> no, not. They for haven't the cut a stimulus in a minute. And you know what? They can keep the stimulus and lower the goddamn taxes. They could keep the stimulus and continue with the zero free interest. And keep pushing back the payment, the restart date. That's yeah. what I want. They can keep pushing them back till they push me down. Push the them all out, out the way. Push them back till they push me down. Once my casket is lowered, do what Listen. you want with them. No, while I mean, I'm obviously those going to be gone. While I'm above ground, fuck them. I, I agree. I'm on the fuck them path. But, you know, let's just do away with them, Joe. If you are under the sound of my voice, Joe, and you hear this, please. Joe is about to be done away with. He's old. He need to live a little longer until he could put the ink he's on not, this paper he's not for getting this. Another term, though. I don't. Think. I don't think people. I mean, we'll see. I don't think so. We will. It depends see. who's running against him. Anyway, it's a small victory. My final thoughts are: it's a small victory. It's something. It's it's progressive. It's a step in the right direction. It's progressive. It's a, some sort of prog- progress because baby, a couple a term ago, this wasn't even a thought. Yeah. It was not a thought, and here we are, thinking. <laughs> having thoughts here we are thinking and implementing so, so i'm happy i'll take it agreed um girlies on from that and on to this thank y'all for rating and reviewing the pod we appreciate it it really means a lot it helps other women decide if this is for them so keep doing what y'all are doing if you're on spotify run it up with ratings super simple over there five star chicks deserve five star reviews we definitely do we do so thank you again to all the girlies who did that 
Um, also, thank you to all the girlies who joined us on Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, uh, we can speak is. about the value <laughs> until we're blue in the face, but it's something that you really don't get until you get over there and join. The girls that get it, get it. They really do. They get it all. They get it all, honey. They get bonus episodes. They get audio affirmations. They get discount codes. They get playlists. They get it. And you guys aren't getting it. But um, let's shout out the girls who joined on Patreon. Um, I have a long list because it was brought to our attention that we have missed some of the girls. And that's never the intention. We had just been, um, we were, we have fallen off our square. So today I want to shout out Alana. Hey, Alana. Nyasia. Hey, Nyasia girl. Tao Toya. Hey, Tao Toya. Raven. Raven, honey. Hey, girl. This now, one's go definitely goes out to yes, you, Raven. Yes, Raven, Raven. Now this name. Please bear with me. Give me grace. To set so. To set so. To set so. Yes. To set so. Hey, TT. Hey, girl. Celeste. Hey, Celeste. Kanisha. Kanisha. Leslie. Leslie, girl. Welcome. Nyerka. 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 Hey, girl. Lillian. Lillian. Brianna. Just touch down, Brianna. I don't know what baby's saying. What? <laughs> hey, Brianna girl. Anika. Anika. Tiffany. Tiffany, hello. Rashida. Rashida girl, what's good? And Ayeha. Ayeha. Hey, Ayeha. I think so. It's so good all to beautiful say names. all of one, your names. One thing we gonna have is a creative name, honey. Mine's is basic as fuck, but we typically have very creative names. Yes. Hey, y'all. So and glad y'all joined that. us over on Patreon. Love so glad. So glad. Another um, place where you all can join us is on our retreat. Now, if you missed mm. the live shows, baby. I like how you brought that around. We had a time, baby. We had a time. So you missed it. If you missed it, you probably were looking like, damn, why did I miss that? But don't miss this. Mm -hmm. We have our retreat, the Unlocking Sisterhood retreat that we are hosting for two weeks in El Salvador all-inclusive mm -hmm. that means your drinks your experiences your non-alcoholic 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 mm -hmm. but your food the experiences the bonds that we're going to be forming the, the workshops. workshops there's so many things that we're going to be um doing in el salvador so many like you said Brittany, bonds that we're going to be um establishing and fostering connections it's going to be a really good time if this sounds like something that you are interested in like many other girls have been interested in and are interested in you should sign up don't fret don't even trip if you don't have anybody to come with because we are all there together we will take care of your roomies the homegirls rooming together don't worry that's all we're saying so don't many worry. people are traveling together and they're coming because they have a passion for travel sometimes yeah your homegirls that you already have they don't be on the same wave um, so don't let that discourage you because this is the perfect trip for those who don't have anyone to come with. Yeah. Couldn't think of anything better. Yes. So if you're interested, which we hope you are, use the link in our description box or bio to sign up. There's still a little discount code going on. Sisterhood 300 will save you $300 off your deposit, um, which is a, a, a pretty significant chunk of change it's a big chunk it's a big chunk so yeah and reach out to us if you have any questions about the retreat we're here to answer and ease your mind when it comes to booking with us we are mm -hmm. 
Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. 
But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving Boost from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Life is sweet and made even sweeter when spent with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with a delicious bottled Starbucks Frappuccino drink. Or, for a new favorite sip, check out the full Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee lineup online or wherever you buy groceries. Because with Starbucks coffee, you're always ready for the right now. So, last week. Last week we talked about unconditional love, y'all. Very candid conversation, which I enjoyed um, speaking with you about and really just going into if unconditional love is a thing. Does it exist? How do we feel about it? Do we love unconditionally? What's tea? What's tea? A lot of y'all enjoyed the episode. We enjoyed the episode. If you have not listened, make sure you go back and do so and let us know what your thoughts are. We appreciate that. So. This week, we are wrapping up our August goodie bag. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I think we're going out the way we came in. What a bang. Yeah, we with, are. With the, the, yeah. We are. We're going out the same way we came in. Um, this will be our last week without video content. We um, 
We are we are without a camera. Our fucking camera broke on us. Yeah. So we have not had video content. But another's on the way. But we have a camera on the way and we will be back and at it on YouTube. So be patient. Mm. Um, to wrap up our goodie bag series, we are doing our fave, your fave, am I the asshole? We have a few more in the chamber mm-hmm. that we want to share today. Uh-huh. And let's just get right into it. Why don't we? We're going to start out with hanging with the homies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's get it. Am I the asshole for lying to my girlfriend about what friends I was hanging with? So... Kind of weird situation. I, 26 male, have an awesome girlfriend, Kendall. She's 26. We've been together three years, and I plan to marry her. We have a great friend group that includes a lot of my high school friends and their girlfriends. We typically meet up twice a week, and I live for these hangouts. Kendall has some social anxiety, so sometimes it isn't the easiest getting her out of her shell. But for the most part, she really does try, and my friends love her. So the whole situation revolves around my good friend, Mandy. Me and Mandy were friends since high school and went to the same college and became best friends. She is a main character in our friend group. At first, Mandy and Kendall were great friends. But one night, Mandy joked with Kendall that they were Eskimo sisters. Mm -mm. Kendall asked what she meant. The truth being that one night, five years ago, while in college, me and Mandy got drunk at a frat formal and slept together. And we, that's when it is, girl. Me and you are no longer friends, bitch. We ain't Eskimo Once sisters, Once we bitch, bounced we on sisters, the same we ain't dick. nothing. No. So, that's what happened. We hardly remember this and think it's literally either. hilarious now. We it's make jokes funny. about it. When Kendall found out, she had a panic attack and we had to go. We talked it over and I said that I didn't feel like it was really all that relevant. <clears throat> we are just friends. Kendall said she was fine and that it was shocking. I I reassured her that it was a drunken night five years ago and meant nothing. Ever since, it's been a pattern. We would go out with my friends, Kendall will see Mandy, panic attack ensues, and we have to dip. It has happened five or six times now, to the point where my friends ask why we just leave randomly. Kendall isn't a jealous person at all. She's very confident in herself and never displays jealous tendencies. But for some reason, when she sees Mandy, she breaks into a panic attack. But she keeps wanting to hang with the group and prove, and prove it doesn't bother her. So she keeps wanting to hang out. But when she does, panic attack and then we leave. So I've gotten tired of this. I want to see my friends. So we had a trivia night recently and I told Kendall that I was hanging out with my work friends, not my high school friend group. She said she would hang at home then. So me and my coworker met up with my friend group and we did a trivia night. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, one of my friends put up a story of us and, and Kendall saw. Of course she did. Right. That's what I, what the sun and the light comes to the dark comes to the light, period. When I got home, she was furious that I excluded her from a friend group hangout. I said that I felt like she was isolating me from my friends with her issues, and I wanted to see them for a full night, not 30 <laughs> minutes. Basically, she says she can't control her panic attacks, but she's working on them, and me excluding her because of them was an asshole move. Am I the asshole? I truly understand where he come, where he's coming from. the The issue is the lying to do it. Right. I think he could have said, "Babe, you know, I understand that you're struggling with the panic attacks, and this might not be the best environment or situation for you for your mental health." But I'm totally okay with hanging out with my friends, and tonight I want to hang out with them. Do you mind if I go without you? Mm-hmm. And if she said no, then I would have said, okay, well, if you come, we're staying. You're going to have to work through it. You're going to have to work through it. 
Because that's also unfair for her to um, for her to make him. I don't know if she's making him or not, but to have the expectation that if I have a panic attack, we got to go. He like, might not be making them, but he might be like, okay, you're... Feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, okay, now we have to tend to your medical right. issue. But, girl, just stay home. I feel him on that. He shouldn't have lied, though. I do. He definitely That's shouldn't have lied. And this is so layered because um, I feel like he should have disclosed that a situation happened with Mandy. I know. I, I think so, too. And that's always so weird. Like, at what point do you say something like, just so you know, me and Mandy fucked before? Yeah. At what point? Like, uh, how? Especially when, when everything is hanging, so When you casual. realize they're going to be hanging out frequently together because now they're forming a bond. They, yeah. they become hella close and hella tight. And that's just information that she didn't know at all. I feel like that information needs to be disclosed. And Kendall could have made the decision. She would have had more power. She yeah. probably would have felt like she had more control. To decide if she even wants to go. Yeah, or how close she wants to be with Mandy. Yeah, Maybe would. she wouldn't have been hella gang gang with her. You know what and I'm saying? And the joke in and of itself would have just made me uncomfortable. Yeah, like, girl. Yeah, talking about, you know, we're Eskimo sisters. We're record scratch. We're who? Girl, if it happened, we we need to never speak of it. Ever. What do you mean? Like, nobody talks about it? No, like, if you know that I know, it shouldn't come up in casual conversation. Like, remember that time we hooked up? It's not funny. I think it's damn near disrespectful. Yeah. It's it's not classy. It's not tactful. We're hanging out in a group setting. That might not be something that everybody knows. And now I'm all embarrassed that you just exposed that y'all done fucked. And he, uh-uh, I don't, I don't get down like that. I understand that people have a past and they've lived their life. They've lived a life before me. I can't control it if you hooked up with your friend. Right. And that, that just is what it is. However, I choose not to engage with their friend on that deep of a level it's going to be very casual so how would you feel if you found out that's happened to me before i mean how did you feel i felt like damn nigga why didn't you tell me right because i'm not that girl i'm not that girl i'm not that girl when it comes to that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna be kikiing with you we can't if we fuck the same person and we know it chances are we're not close friends no we can be cordial. Yeah, cordial's cool. Cordialish. But cordial's cool, light, light, light little casual talk, being cordial. Yeah. Very, very much so surface. However, I'm not hanging out with you. I'm not talking to you on the phone. We're not texting. We're not getting deep. It's not gonna be any of that. Yeah. And that that'd be the piece when people don't allow you that you know, the ability to have all the knowledge. They don't allow they don't, allow they, don't they take away your choice. They don't allow you the choice to make a decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like I'm going to withhold information and that's not cool. He shouldn't have withheld the information there and he definitely shouldn't have withheld the information about um mm-hmm. the game night happening. It calling it the coworker that he was yeah. going to be hanging out with the coworker friends, but he was really hanging out with the gang. That's going to hurt more. I did he have a, just been honest. Yeah. And let her make her own decision. Yeah. I did have a situation where I was informed relatively early, I guess. Early. Mm-hmm. Ish. And I was like, thank you for telling me because I could have seen myself being more friendly to this person. Not that I'm not friendly, but really like not building a bond, but... You know you the energy. You would have been approaching it differently. I would have approached it you way differently. You wouldn't have had a boundary up. Exactly. I wouldn't have had a boundary up. Exactly. Yeah. I would have just been like, hey, girl, and might have been open to like dinners or getting together in a larger group of girls with a larger group of girls that I totally am not comfortable doing 
knowing what I know now, it's kind of like, okay, that's not somebody I'm going to be gang gang with. But when I see them, it's cool. Right. So I did feel good that I, I found out about that because this was a person that's around relatively, mm, not often, but enough. Often enough. Often enough where I see them and I'm like, hmm, I could have seen this go in a different direction. So when you see them, do you feel anything? Uh, Not really. Okay. Not really. I don't feel anything because shit is kept professional, mm-hmm. appropriate. It never gets out of hand. But it, I would be feeling uncomfortable if you felt the need to lie to me. Yeah, that would make line. me feel like now I can't trust you. Y'all did something five years ago, but is there something still lingering? Right. Is there a like? There, there's of definitely that, happening? but I think because of Kendall's reaction, I think the lying was more so because of that, the panic attacks. No, I know, but I don't care. I feel you. I would be like, nope, already. Now that I know, it changes the dynamic. So, do you think that Kendall would be wrong to say that she doesn't want him to hang out with those friends anymore? I think, yeah, now it would be. Yeah, because it's like I, I've known these, I've knew these people before you guys were here. I mean, and you were just hanging out with them when you did not know, and everything was cool. Right. If if it was like I told you in the very beginning, you never hung out with her, and you were like, I'm not too comfortable with that. Well, even if you're not too comfortable, I'm I'm a never for. I'm sorry. Maybe this is a fault of mine, a toxic trait, whatever the fuck we want to call it. And when people new try to come in and rearrange shit that's already been established. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you know how some people feel like if you have, if you're a woman and you have male friends and then you start dating somebody, they're like, oh, I don't know about the male friends. Yeah, no, if I don't. I had the male, but if I had the male friends and nothing has happened up to this point. Yeah, no. I'm not about to stop being their friend. I would not stop being my friend, my friend's friend. I know that when you have entertained a person in a way that maybe your significant other might think is inappropriate or crosses a line for them, that can make them feel a certain way. And it just depends on how you want to approach it when it comes to appeasing them. That's really what it comes down to. If you want to appease them, not if they're making you like, girl, no, you need to stop hanging out with them. Right, but sometimes they don't even, people don't even say you need to stop hanging out with them. They just want to make it an issue. When you're and you appease them to keep the peace. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that issue. So it thankfully. could get a little crazy. I don't care if people have friends of the opposite sex as long as you're honest and forthcoming about the relationship. I don't care either. And um, it's kept cute. That, respect. It's when the lies. Get, it's when the lies get involved to where it becomes inappropriate. Respect. Or maybe to. withholding of information, not a lie, flat out lie, but like. Let me know. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. I would like once to it know. gets sneaky, because I also dealt with somebody who had a friend um, who was friends with someone who they had a crush on. I don't know if it ever crossed the line of like sexual um, in court intercourse, but there was always um, nigga a liking, a, a crush on intimate emotionally. Right? It was emotionally intimate they were friends with somebody they had a crush on yeah like they were friends but they both liked each other but i don't think they but ever crossed ever the happened, line to get but it was some chemistry it was a lot of chemistry and it was emotional a lot of emotional investment mm-hmm. like talking maybe for whatever reason they never became a couple and then they tried to tell me that's just a homegirl no we we bond on these many levels i said uh-uh it's the bond for me it's like we we have we connect on like music and this and that. I said no. Oh, I had that kind of situation before too. And then I, and I did one, tell him I don't want him talking to her. Yeah, I I said delete the bitch as a friend because when Same. I had did my lurking, I said you started one, following one the had, bitch. Once a time I had did my lurking when he left his laptop at my house, 
and he said, come to the studio. I'm like, why are we sending, why are we giving invites to the goddamn studio? Yeah. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. It's that type of stuff. Like, there needs to be no invites to this fucking studio. Yes, inappropriate. I've been in that situation. I'm like, what's going on here? Because she clearly likes you. Y'all, you clearly like her. There's a thing here. And then the girl was leaving comments under the pictures of us like, oh, you guys look so good. Bitch, fuck you. Oh, yeah. No, girl. Mm-mm. Sneaky hoe. Yeah. No, no, no. Hell no. I don't like that. I said, you actually need to unfriend her, unfollow her, delete her contact, block her. And then later I see messages coming through the phone. I'm like, hey, I thought we were blocked. Oh my god! And I see that now you're following. What can't you get? Why cannot you turn? Why can't why you turn can't her you loose? Cut it loose, right? Why can't you turn her loose? And then that makes me feel like you got something going. The choco. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't like this dynamic. So, I've been there. I can see both sides. He, he's so not is he the, the asshole? Mm. Is he the asshole? Merely for the fact that he lied. Yes. This is more. This has. We really have to look at the context. The lying is what makes him the asshole. Not that he wants to hang out with his friends and his girlfriend is not capable. The lies, not cool. Yeah. So, yes, asshole. Thoughts? I agree. It's the lies for me. The lying definitely turns you into an asshole because what was the reason? Exactly. What was the reason? Like, you, if you feel like you got a lie, bro, then there needs to be some reevaluating going on here. Yeah. She says she's trying to control her panic attack. She's working through it, hopefully with some assistance from a med- mental, medical, whatever, <laughs> professional. Um, but until then, you can't be lying. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it to uh, what we call Virgil's. it, Virgil's. <laughs> and he needs to just tell her, I'm not going to not live because you're... You're working yeah, through I, your right. thing. I really think he needs to be honest. Like, you know what? I want to hang with my friends. I know that they induce panic attacks for you. But they don't for me. Right. And I will be showing up, hanging out. I will. Okay. So next, am I the asshole for kicking my best friend out of my house so my fiance can move in? My best friend, Kate, and I have lived together since we were 20. They're 24 now. Mm-hmm. I'm staying at a house which belongs to me after my grandpa passed away and left it to me. I didn't ask Kate to pay me any rent and she just contributes to the house expenses such as bills, etc. I've been with my fiance, 24, since we were 19. The first years of, a be- of us being together, he'd occasionally visit my place and I'd also go to his place. But after we got more serious, he started spending more time at my place and he'd usually stay in my room and not bother Kate. Kate didn't have a problem at first, but later she said I needed her permission to bring someone over. I respected her wishes, and whenever she didn't want him over, I just went to my fiancé's place. But then she'd make a scene even the few times he'd come over. She'd also make a scene about me ha- me leaving to go stay with him and how I'm a tourist at my own house. Girl, how are you making a scene about... <laughs> she just, yeah. For the record, I never stopped paying for my share of bills and expenses. One time, the electricity... And water bills were higher because my fiance would have visited and would have used water to shower and opened the AC heat, etc. I told Kate I'd pay more and she just have to pay her usual share and that she doesn't have to pay any more money at all. She didn't, but she didn't like that and demanded my fiance, my fiance pay as well. I told her that's not for her to decide and that's on me and him to figure out. Back when that happened, we weren't engaged yet. But because I knew the proposal time and was near, I started trying to have convos with Kate about how she should try finding her own house or go live with her parents because I plan on using the house to live with my partner and start a family here. She didn't believe the proposal would happen soon, despite 
and said she would look into it when the time comes. I tried her warn her countless times, but she never took me seriously. So then my fiance proposed. This was four months ago. Kate was shocked and had a mental breakdown and ha- about how she can't live on her own and I should give her some time. I told my fiance the plan is to move in in three months and she could go stay with her parents. My fiance moved in a month ago and Kate has made no move of finding a place or going to her parents' house. My fiance has started paying bills and and all in the house, but Kate picks fights with him over household stuff and arrangements all the time. I confronted her and told her that by next week, all of her things will be packed <laughs> and she'll be out of my house if she doesn't apply or if she doesn't go if she doesn't and she doesn't get to make the rules here and that the house belongs to me in case she forgot. She packed a couple of clothes and left that day. And for the past few days, she sent her sister and mom to collect her stuff. And they both claimed that I'm a shitty friend and how unacceptable it is that I prioritized housing my fiance over my childhood best friend and am just kicking her out like this. Am I the asshole? No. Right. I don't think she's the asshole. Um, what's her name is being very Kate, Kate is being very entitled this is her grandmother's home her, the home that was passed down to her from her grandmother she wasn't requiring Kate to pay any rent just some of the household expenses like girl you've been living good she's been living lavish she what's her name uh, whoever we the, the, the storyteller right. is engaged in deciding to progress forward with her life with her fiance understandable and things are going to change it was never given trouble and also she gave her plenty of time exactly she She gave her the four months before the proposal three additional months after the proposal like girl you've had almost a year we seven months in, eight months in, and you have not made a change? And what do you mean picking the fiancé over me? Like, once you get married to someone, the expectation is that you guys are going to move in and start a life together. And, girl, what the fuck you think I'm supposed to do? Let you keep staying here? We go find a place? You st- what? What? But she can't stay at the grandma's house, girl. This is my house. But what do you propose, Kate? She don't propose nothing. She's, being, she's acting very entitled. And, and vindictive. And the fact that you're making it an issue while he's here... She would have been out. Yeah, it's giving it's eviction. It's very inconsiderate. I, when I when me and Kayla lived together, we had lived together for a full year, I believe, and then we renewed our lease. Mm-hmm. And um, the second year that we were living together, she was in a relationship, and he proposed. The expectation in the communi- the conversation was that once they get married, she is going to be moving out. So I'm going to have to figure out a different situation what am i gonna do get upset oh my god you're picking your fiance your soon-to-be husband over me girl no we can't live together forever right so you guys finished out your lease right yeah actually i don't even know if she i think like she left a few months earlier but she was still paying Pay her, her rent. rent yeah if i recall correctly the rent was definitely paid i just don't remember what the timeline was but after that i that was my first apartment by myself I'm like, okay, it's time for me to figure out a situation now. There were no more roommate options, feasible roommate options. So I said, it's now time for me to fully spread my wings. And that's what Kate needs to do. Spread wings your need to wings. be spread. Or if you're not ready to spread the wings, you got to go back home to the nest. You got to do something, but just don't make it my heavy. It's not my responsibility to make sure you have room and board. Yeah, girl, fuck you. She's really extended herself to Kate for a good amount of time. 
And don't make it seem and like I'm her, not a good friend because the conditions have changed. For her to not even charge her rent. Girl. That's already like, hey, thank I guess because I mean, the house is paid for. I don't give a damn. I'm I would be like a small fee. A small nominal fee will be collected Well, she's monthly. paying for the house expenses. They're, but they're splitting. Okay. They're splitting the bills. The bills are, are being split down the middle. Girl, I would be being like, girl, yeah, $500 for rent. That would be going to my kitty. Like, yeah, it's $500. Where else can you go and spend $500 for rent? And the fact that Kate is upset because when the, the bills were a little higher. Girl. And the friend said that, you know, she'll pay more. She Kate mad because the fiance is not paying for it. Mind your business. Saying I'm as a long as it's my getting paid for and you don't have to worry about anything more than your portion. There's nothing to talk about. Kate. No, this girl is not the asshole. Plenty of time was allotted for Kate to make a practical decision about what her next step should be. Right. Why are you acting like shocked? girl at this point? You just got to go. I don't the give shock a fuck. And mental breakdown. No, girl, you have to go. And friendship would just be dissolved. Yeah. Cause you it know what? That's dissolved. not, a, that's not the type of friend that I want. And that's not going to be healthy after you cut up and you act crazy around my fiance, who's going to be my husband. How are we supposed to rebuild? Right. With you coming over here, me going over there, y'all being cool. It's just drama. And it's not even like the fiance is foul. Or none of that. Like, you're just being a difficult bitch. For what? Yeah. Because you're mad? I would have had to tell her, Kate, I'm disappointed in you. I would have been like, Kate, you know what? You really showed your ass, and this arrangement no longer works. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm Coupled with the friendship. The How friend could you? <laughs> I would be very disappointed in her, and How I would have to you? express it. Why would you want to make your friend's life more difficult? Yeah, Why I'm are you hurt. contributing to that? Tell her you're hurt. It's hella inconsiderate. It's selfish. And it's childish. It's Grow fucked the up. fuck up. Yeah, Things no. change. She's been dating this man since before she knew Kate, too. She, she was 19. No, no, not, not before she knew Kate. Oh. Her and Kate been best friends, but they've been living together for four years. Okay, well, she's been dating the man almost just as long. That they've been living together, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like this is just somebody that just, you know, popped up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Act like you have Girl, our time has come. Roomating with a person is seasonal. It is. So, it never was it never gave permanent living yeah, situations. Yeah. Sometimes it expires sooner than you anticipate. Right. But damn, it wasn't like we were going to live together for 10, 15 years. It's to get us over the hump of being able to afford our own places or, you know, feel comfortable living alone. There's so many things that, you know. It's usually a transitionary period. It is. It's like the period between, okay, I don't want to live at home, but I also can't afford to, to live, live completely. On my own. Exactly. Solo dolo. Girl, the time has come. I have a man. My man, my always, man, my man. It always was a pit stop. Whether you decide to move in with your significant other or get the resources to be able to afford your own place. But we're not about to be roommates for fucking ever. Kate, go to hell. We've already been roommates for four years, girl. What the fuck? Right. The time has come. I'm moving on. As Maya said. Oh, moving on. Yeah, so she's not the asshole here. Actually, Kate's the motherfucking asshole. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stand on it. Uh, okay. Um. Last one. Mm. I'll be moving Broke on. friend exposed. Am I the asshole for destroying my poor friend's only source of income by exposing her? My 24-year-old friend. My. Huh? She's 24. Okay. Her friend's 25. She's 24. 
My friend has been struggling a lot financially ever since we graduated college. She lives in a really broken down house with a bunch of health hazards as she is not a clean person. She has four dogs and they poop and pee on the floor and she barely mops or dusts the place. She also has a bad roach infestation. Mm-mm. Okay. It's giving what the fuck. Yeah. How people live is not my business, but my friend started a homemade skincare company. I went to her house one day to drop off some celebratory cake for my fiance and I's engagement party, which she could not attend. When I got there, I saw her making <laughs> some body butter in a mixing bowl. She dropped a lot of powder she was using on the floor and just swept it back up and put oh, it in her bowl. Oh, hell fucking no. Hell no. Yuck. I told her she shouldn't sell that, but she said it was fine and that she had done stuff like that before. I was disgusted and quietly left. She's given free samples to our friends before, and most of the time they've broken out or got some kind of reaction after using it. Nobody ever said anything as to not discourage her, but this was so unsanitary and unsafe. She is pretty popular and good at advertising, so quite a few people have bought her things. She has about 4,000 followers, and a lot of people have complained, but she just deletes these comments. Mind you, these are all locals from our city. I texted her about it and told her to stop doing that, and she told me to stop meddling. I was honestly so fed up and thought about how dangerous this was for customers and made a public post exposing her, and she lost a lot of followers and her reputation was ruined. She basically lost her source of income, and people started demanding money and threatening lawsuits. One girl claimed she broke out so bad in hives, she doesn't even list ingredients, that she had to get some sort of life-saving shot. My friend group is very angry at me and have said many mean things. I do feel bad because my already struggling friend, I don't know if I can call her that anymore, is losing her income and possibly facing legal problems because of me, but I really wanted to protect these people. Am I the asshole? First of all, this is why I just don't be buying any and anybody's shea butter. Because people love to slap up a little shea butter with a label and sell it. Oh my God. That's That's the first disclaimer. Um, the friend is so wrong. Bitch, what? No. Imagine, imagine buying a product, a skincare product from somebody who is living in those sort of conditions, making the product. Oh, the friend. I thought you meant the friend who made the post was wrong. No, I'm oh talking my God, about I'm the looking pers- at you. Kinda. I'm talking about the person who's whipping up these products. Yeah, she's dead ass wrong. I was looking at you like, you think she's wrong? No, I'm talking specifically about the maker, the creator of the right. products. That's disgusting. 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 I, I have who, only who one we, word. Disgusting. We get the health department on the line. Wow. Now, she's wrong. She's sick. It's not okay. Now, the public post. I don't know if I would have taken the public post approach. I don't know if I would have had the gall to to post something publicly, maybe anonymously. Yeah, and maybe a, an anonymous thread or come on fake page post is I don't know. That's the thing. If she, I feel like with the public post, she was really to say fuck. She was willing to say fuck, fuck the, the friendship. friendship. That's what she, she said. She didn't care about it. She's like, I'd rather save these people's lives. But I feel like she could have saved the people's lives with a fake page. And still been friends with the girl. Honestly, truly, I I really, this is sticky because she tried to go to the friend. My, my first advice was like, 
go to the friend and be like, girl, this is dangerous. People are not, you know, people could die off this. You're not listening to ingredients. It's not sanitary. Mm -hmm. There's so many, you know, ugh. But she said, girl, stop meddling. She said, fuck you. Yeah. She said, fuck you. So it's not even like she was sensible enough to understand and also empathetic enough to understand that this is wrong. Like, how do you think this is right? She's very tacky. Exactly. She's very tacky. So she did what needed to be done. She did what needed to be done. I definitely think that she did what needed to be done by calling her out. I'm just saying if she if she thought that there was the friend group wasn't going if she was concerned about the friend group being mad at her and she wanted to still be their friend, there was another way she could have went about it if she cared about that. If not, girl, tell all. Fuck them. Girl, you do something else. You need to go be bar- a barista. Don't think you about to be up in here whipping up. I don't up. even know if I want her making my drinks. I'm talking about at Starbucks, though. I get it, but, you know. It's a little more regulated, okay. controlled environment. But, damn. Go get a job is what I'm saying. Right. Go work. Don't make products inside your home. And also, to your point, this is why you cannot go buy everybody's products, everybody's home-based business products. Yeah. The home-based business, I don't know what's going on in your home. I don't know what your home truly That's what looks I'm like. They, they don't have, um, they're not regulated by the, who Who checks that? Is the FDA? Mm-hmm. Girl. The FDA. <laughs> okay. Pause. Did you see that girl who was making that pink, pink sauce, sauce on TikTok? Mm-hmm. She was like, what do you mean the FDA? This is not a medical product. <laughs> 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 it's like food, what girl. The F is food. They ain't, y'all gonna call the FDA. <laughs> I am not selling a medical product. The thing is, you're selling something though that goes into people's motherfucking bodies. That or was disgusting. On people's too. bodies. That was disgusting. She was shipping that to people. Girl, it was they exploding. They said that some, somebody I forgot who, some major company, Heinz, somebody has decided to pro- to partner with up. her, yeah, to make the product shelf sustainable. You can be, you can ship it. People be shipping all kinds of stuff. And then the conditions, there are certain conditions that things need to be shipped in. Y'all sending people sea moss. Come on, talk about it. I'm saying they sending <laughs> sea moss with no type of proper packaging or temperatures or none of that. And people getting it and just throwing a dollop in their daily. Life. I know. And they wonder why it's not giving what it's supposed to get. I all know. the 92 minerals were depleted in the shipping process. In transit, bitch. Ain't no nine. It's no minerals. It's zero. It's, it's nine minerals. zero minerals. Now you got bacteria. Uh, that's true. But I'm saying people just, you know, make, whip up something, slap a label on it, create a page, and then get to selling shit. Yeah. And there are certain things I just won't buy. Yeah, <laughs> truthfully. <laughs> so serious. I won't do the sea moss for sure. I'm not playing games with these people. I'm not pulling up on you or nothing. I'm not playing games with these people. And this is why. Yeah, everything's not up to standard. People everything's not up to People be living hella foul. People Mm-mm. live foul. You know, we can create stories. And like she said, she's great at advertising. People be marketing gurus. That's the same sort of thing people were doing with that hair, having the beautiful marketing, and then you get the hair and it's falling off the bone as soon as mm. it arrives. My weave is hella thin. Uh-huh. No, she's not the asshole. Verdict is in. <laughs> she is not the asshole. She's not the asshole. The friend was dead wrong. And if you're gonna once she put the powder from the floor back in the pack, that's uh, what I'm saying. P- you don't just try to create a product for a money grab. Have some integrity. That's what we. That's need the part that be missing. Have some integrity if you're selling something. And that's why I only buy the only two home based products I will buy is ties. Yes. Product and Lawrence. 
Right. I know those are good, clean girls. I've been in their home. Yes, they are clean girls and they have integrity and they have standards. Yes, exactly. Yes. We could see Ty's product. She'd be mixing it on damn stories. Right. I'm like, okay, I see a nice silver stain. Of, what is that called? Stainless steel bowl. Yes. I'm seeing new um, tools being mm-hmm. brought into the home. Yes. Okay, I trust. Yes. I trust. Right. And yeah, I know Lauren is, is she's a up to standard. woman, right. Right. But I'm not trying y'all butters and y'all's mosses. <laughs> I don't want your butter and I don't want your moss. Gosh. I'm not taking it's it. It's wild. I'm not taking it. Imagine getting something like that into your home. Ugh. Anyhow. And putting it on your body. No. So the verdict is in. None of these people have been the assholes <laughs> today, huh? No assholes. No assholes. And no assholes. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know how you would have handled that bestie situation, this last one. How would you have handled your best friend being dirty? How would dirty? you have? Me? What would you really have done? We didn't talk about that. What would you I have said done? I said an honest. I, I don't think non- I would have got if that. If I was selling, a, if I just decided to sell a product and my, you knew I was moving foul, what would you really do? I would say, Brittany, <laughs> I literally would be like, Brittany, you, you cannot sell that. That's wrong. I would have to reinforce integrity. Integrity. Moving at, with that at the forefront. You cannot sell that product. People, someone might die. That's I will use the guilty conscious piece. Someone can die and the blood is going to be on your hands. Oh, my God. It's true. Somebody had a fucking reaction that they needed a life saving. They probably needed an EpiPen. You don't even know what's in the product. Exactly. Because you're just trying. Exactly. I would have said this. Which I thought was mandatory. This is your sign. This was the trigger. This is your, um, what is that called? Warning. Warning sign. This is your warning you keep moving like this, file right. is going to come back on you. That's what I would say. And then I would tell all the homies who are buying the products, don't say you heard it from me, but I wouldn't be trusting that. You know yeah. what her house looks like. Do not buy it. Do the not support ro- it. roach infestation and all Ugh. that. Dogs pissing and peeing. Yeah, no. Girl. How would you have handled it? I w- if I was making products and my home was nasty and I was selling it. People were breaking out. I was deleting comments. I would have I would have tried to talk to you first. Like, Germany, what are you doing? Yeah. This has happened before. Not with products being made, but me feeling like a person wasn't, a, per, a person who was a friend of mine wasn't moving with integrity. And I tried to talk to with her, like, honest, like, girl, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, and she wasn't receptive. And then I realized she just wasn't my type of person. Yeah. And we just stopped being friends. It backfired. And that's what it would lead to, ultimately, for me. I can't be bothered with you. That's disgusting. I can't be bothered with you because every time you made a post, I would just cringe. Yeah. I would, of I the product. I couldn't. I couldn't. Do better. Yeah. So that's that on that. It's been a nice, calm, chill August. It has. We've made it to the end. Thank y'all for all your support. Yes. Um, we Always. really appreciate it. We do. So we will leave you here with this and we will see you all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.